Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. Well, welcome to this week's episode of The Armory. Welcome. It's perfect timing. I hit record. Liliana <laughs> was mid-yawn, mm-hmm. but she finished it just in time. I did. I should have grabbed a coffee, but it's so late. One day when we upgrade this podcast to a video podcast, oh, that's we're going to have to, it's just going to be different. Actually, that wouldn't we're be not, fun. We're not, right now we're in pajamas at our dining room table mm-hmm. from Ikea mm-hmm. that we just cleaned because it was not clean it wasn't so we would have to really step it up they say though you know people who work from home yeah they say even if you work from home if if you don't dress like you're in the office your productivity like statistically is just so much lower oh yeah i mean i would do that in college all the time so what i mean is people are really getting half-baked version of this podcast because we're halfway (laughs) into the bed like just we're sleeping we're not i'm just kidding what's up not so much how are you Things are good. Good. <laughs> Not usually we're like, man, this was a crazy couple weeks, but I feel like it wasn't a crazy couple weeks. Oh my like goodness, pretty, yeah, that's miraculous. Pretty normal. What happened the past couple of weeks? I don't even remember. Maybe there was crazy and we didn't. That's the Lord's. We're grace. just forgetting. You were asking me the other day, like, how do you not remember this from? I don't even know how long ago it was when Atticus like wasn't sleeping well, and I was like, oh. I'm convinced it's God's grace because I wouldn't want to go through we, it all again every talk, day. So it's funny. We should go back. You should go back and listen to one of our podcast episodes because we talked about the entire experience of what happened, the drive home and everything. In oh, detail. the drive home. Like that's literally, what it was. literally like a day or two later. Okay, I'll go listen to it sometime. For, and people who are listening to a podcast for a while know what I'm talking about when I say we went home from a Spartan race in West Virginia. I didn't get home until 1030 and we talked about how terrible it was with Atticus. I remember that Everyone it was bad, probably but said, I do oh, not yeah. remember the specifics Eliana of why it was bad. seemed to forget everything that happened, which is crazy. <laughs> Today was different, yeah. and I'll explain why. So Monday's different. my day off. Mm-hmm. So normally, we don't normally just go off and do stuff every Monday, but today we had lunch with a friend, which was fun. We got there. Atticus was doing great. Kind of getting really crappy towards the end, but he's a, such an active child. He the minute he just started walking, like yeah. I'll say, like no, like walking consistently, probably a week ago. Yeah, and not not an exaggeration he has not crawled in a week oh yeah if he, no, he, can't he walks anymore. if he falls he stands back up and keeps walking he does not crawl yeah and now he runs and jumps and like leaps. he started like yeah leapfrogging you guys so he, it's crazy this doesn't sit still so he's in a high chair and the high chair will only contain him as long as there's food in front of him and he's not full so once that once we reach that point he's getting crabby yeah had to pick him up and i was about to take him outside i was like, actually we're, we're done. embarrassed we're going outside People were looking at me. You could tell one of the per- person was like, "Yeah." You can you tell who's young. a gentle parent and who is not. Who's Couple doing people, gentle parenting and who is doing parenting? You could like, tell. You could like one guy made eye contact with me, and I, I know what he was saying. He was like, "Keep going, good job." <laughs> yeah. Like, discipline him young. But that was just the beginning. Yeah. Today, and he was. It was. He wasn't crabby. He wasn't he like. Wasn't like. Yeah. He wasn't upset. like sick or his teeth weren't hurting. He no. just was pushing every boundary Limit. we've had set up in this house. Like things he knows he's not allowed to touch. He would just touch them <laughs> and like over and over and over and again. Hit. He was the thing that was weird today is he does this sometimes if he's like super tired, but he would like get frustrated, obviously, and then respond by hitting and kicking us. Yeah. And like that is like kind of a newer thing. 
Yeah, so he's, you could tell when he just, there was a time in his life when he just did stuff and didn't know, he doesn't mm-hmm. understand that it's wrong. You can tell now. Oh, he has entered sure. a, a stage he does of the defiance. Smirking. He's like oh, he the knows. smirking. And so I'm told him, I said, listen, you're you are welcome to do that. Mm-hmm. We call it sinning in our household. <laughs> you're welcome to sin as much as you want. You're gonna get disciplined as much as is required. Yeah. <laughs> and so today it started. We were man. We got to the point. So I was on the shooting back deck. Uh, yeah. on the deck. I was shooting my bow and I had only taken a few shots, just mm-hmm. shooting targets, and Atticus was throwing a tantrum for something. And I I looked at him, I said, Listen. If you don't stop right now, we're done. We're going inside. Because he does not. And he doesn't understand necessarily everything I'm saying. No, he doesn't understand. Obviously, Matt's making a point of like, you were doing a good job explaining what was happening. He doesn't know what you're explaining. No, he doesn't. But But one day he will. But he knew that I had already told him no multiple times. And he was still doing it and laughing at me. And so I I waited till he took a chill pill. He looked at me. I said, mom said no. If If it happens again, we're done. And he did it again. I said, okay, we're done. And I, I packed up all my stuff. I said, we are, we're done. We're, we're going inside. And I remember growing up, when I did that, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I am my dad. I remember growing up, we would be somewhere. We used to live in Florida. I remember one time we were at Disney World, guys. And it, we pushed the last sin button on my dad's, <laughs> like, whatever. Spectrum. Spectrum. And, and he Come said, okay, there. he said, if you do not, if you don't, if you disobey one more time or if you do whatever, it, we're done. We're going home. And as a kid, I'm like, we drove here. To, like, we didn't live that far away from Disney. And you had like, a season pass. It's not like you were wasting a ton of money. By no, going but home, my dad, but... my dad would not have cared. <laughs> that would be money he'd be happy to waste. <laughs> he would, it would not have been a waste. He would. Be like, this is a lesson. And we went home. He said, "Okay, that's it." And we, I, I didn't believe him. And we went home. We, the day just started. We went right back to the house. And I thought to myself, "This is gonna be my life with this kid because he just." He's yeah. crazy. But in, and he I mean we had a great day. He it was, was so had, fun. He, yeah. He played a lot, but it was just every man, every couple minutes he was do something that I'm like, Addy. I had to sit him down like at dinner. I was like, Atticus, you know you can't do this, right? And, yeah. I, and it's weird because I know he doesn't completely understand everything I'm saying. Yeah. He understands a lot more than I well, think because he's bright. Yeah. But I want him to hear it from the young age so he doesn't have to remember learning what's right or wrong yeah but here's the thing too it's like we're also training ourselves right like it would have been so easy for me to let him go crawl over off of the back deck onto the stairs and just bring him down into the dirt if i wanted him to do that but it was more about me teaching myself like no he's gonna be okay with me saying no like he i have to get used to me doing that but in all of that matt what were you thankful for today oh let me think here my top thankful things today we're talking about thankfulness, by the way, but my the things I'm most thankful for. I'm thankful for good friends that treat us to lunch. Oh yeah, that's good. Chick fil A of all places. The best the holiest the best lunch you can lunch. get. I'm thankful for a healthy baby mm-hmm. who has enough lung capacity to fill four children. <laughs> and I'm thankful for a patient wife who without oh. her probably would have punished Atticus more in anger than in love today. Oh. There were times when I was like, if Ileana wasn't standing right here, I would be so furious with you right now. <laughs> but Those are the things we're learning as parents, though. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm not I mean, doing this because I'm angry. If I'm angry, I have to wait. I can mm-hmm. count on my on one hand how many times I've disciplined Atticus because he just hasn't oh, yeah. been old enough to and receive all of them discipline. Were today. <laughs> and, and four of them were today. <laughs> so I had a fun day, though. Yeah, it was I fun. learned a lot about myself today. Yeah, I feel like I did too. I, I learned a lot about my parents today. 
and how you reflecting on how i was parented looking at how i will parent my son Mm -hmm. and how we will parent i learned a lot about myself growing up today which is just just thinking through it's interesting yeah that is interesting how you do that what are you thankful for today i'm thankful for you and having a husband who leads in the discipline it's hard um, as, as I learned from a first grade teacher, which that maybe dates somewhat how old we are, I am, if you disobey, you will receive the hand of learning on the seat of understanding, which is what she told us. Hmm. I'm never going to forget that. Okay. <laughs> Great. Great anecdote. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm thankful for the place that we live. We get to go on a walk with Atticus every night and get to see people and help out around the church and yeah, for those we've talked about that before. But we live in a parsonage on a church property. We have thirteen acres, and it's not ours, Mm -mm. but it might as well be in terms of like Atticus can run around the whole church building, grass everywhere, roll down hills. It's great, and I'm thankful for the Christmas season. And getting lights on our tree Ooh. that work. Now. Let's go back before lights on our tree. We set up Christmas. Yeah, we did. A couple days ago. Whoop, whoop. Just makes my attitude better. We are a Christmas family. I definitely was not as Christmassy until I married Eliana. I never was like, ah, I can only do Christmas music a couple times a year. <laughs> are people can even understand what you just said on there? I, I wonder know. if your mic picked it and up. And I'm talking about you, Owen. Parkins in my faith group if you're hearing this Christmas can be celebrated more than just the you week before Christmas name. I just did <laughs> he said it's fine if we do it just, that's it, the thing I get annoyed about a, I don't care <laughs> I literally do not care what people think one. about Christmas I care if they project all of those things onto me and how I do my Christmas that's true I that's like the most new age thing I did I not choose said. to be born in America to be taken to have Christmas <laughs> taken away from me <laughs> Okay, we need to get back to what we're talking about. We're skipping over Thanksgiving you, and moving on to Christmas. Anyway. We need to go back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we th- we figured by the time this episode comes out, which will be, you know, a couple hours after we record, <laughs> next episode will be past Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So between now and then, and we hope most of our listeners will have listened to this, it's going to be Thanksgiving and season. And listen to our last episode about holidays. Which is true. That's a good episode. If you're listening to this one, you missed the last one about just dealing with there's a lot of people who go home to families that they just they're not on the same page about a lot of stuff. I'm grateful that my family, your family, my extended family, and your extended family, like outside, like you know, the, the couple people live in your house, we all get along. We love each other. We enjoy Thanksgiving. I am looking forward to spending Thanksgiving with my family. Like it's gonna be fun. But not everyone has that. So yeah, definitely check out that last episode. But we want to talk about thankfulness, being thankful, yeah, being what that thankful. means as Christians because I think far too often we like to relegate thankfulness to November. Yeah. And it's this time of year and you know exactly what I mean when I say this. It's this time of year where you see people posting like, oh, I want to do how many days are in November? Well, there's 26 before Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you know how people do like a month of thankfulness Mm -hmm. and they post like one thing they're thankful for each day in November. But I don't see anyone doing that like in March. Yeah. And so if you're going to do that in November publicly for everyone, you need to do it all year, right? Like, are you only thankful for a certain season? I think we get comfortable with celebrating or being outwardly or inwardly thankful in a time where thankfulness is common Mm -hmm. and celebrated. But for Christians, our posture and thankfulness needs to be not just all year round, but all the time. Mm -hmm. We have nothing that we're not called to be thankful for. And we Mm -hmm. see that in 1 Thessalonians 5. It says, 
in verses 16 to 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That phrase, in everything give thanks, doesn't mean in all the things that I need to remember to praise God for because they're good in my life, give thanks. Mm -hmm. It means in things that don't go my way, in mm-hmm. sufferings, in trials, in tribulations, in things that are not good yeah. in my life, give thanks. That's that's the everything. Mm-hmm. And there's that I I I, I can't remember what, how the phrase goes, but there's some kind of cliche about you know I'm not grateful for the suffering or I'm not grateful for the situation, but I'm grateful for the outcome, like what it taught mm-hmm. me. Like Christians are called to be thankful for all of it, and that's hard to do. I rarely find myself stopping and saying I'm, I'm in this place of suffering and i'm thankful mm-hmm. i'm thankful because i don't know what god's going to teach me yeah i'm thankful because there's so much other grace in my life like yeah. I, I rarely do that in the moment i might look back and be thankful knowing it's over but that in the situation i yeah. i don't do that well well and i think we need to think about too how it actually is the gospel and like being thankful and it's not just about like oh well this was a command from scripture it's commanded in scripture because it's what jesus did throughout his suffering and throughout his life that we're able to relate to him in that way and so when jesus suffered throughout his life and especially like leading up to his death which i think it's interesting we celebrate thanksgiving before christmas and it's like if we're gonna be thankful in our sufferings we're getting ready for christmas to celebrate jesus so it works out <laughs> scripturally but um like Jesus suffered and mm-hmm. if we are going to be and he did that perfectly right like he did it with a willing heart knowing that he was going to be used um to save everyone and so in our suffering are we actually thankful that we're being made more like Christ like yeah. I don't think we think of that very often where it's like oh I'm going through this trial or me and my husband are going through this trial and it's making me or it's making us more like Christ as we're going through it together or as we're like trying to figure out the best way to be obedient to God, right? Like that's what Christ was doing. He was trying to figure out, I mean, that probably isn't the best phrase to use. He wasn't trying to figure out, but he was being obedient to his father um, in his suffering. And when we're able to do that, we should be thankful that that's making us more like Christ. Um, So yeah, like you said, not just in like, the everyday good things that we're supposed to be thankful for, like necessities, but in the hard things too. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this in a class I was teaching at church, going through the Sermon on the Mount. The There's radical teachings of Jesus that were radical to the hearers at, of the day, and they're also radical to us. And just because some of the truths taught there are hard or maybe a little countercultural doesn't mean that we're interpreting them wrong. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean we're not called to do them. Just because it's hard doesn't... The Christian life is hard. It's going to be hard. There's no no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. We're just because it's hard to give thanks in all things. Because it certainly is. In fact, in some instances, it might seem impossible. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is that we can live righteously. And part yeah. of living righteously is doing what God has commanded us. And one of those things is give thanks in everything. So looking at it from my perspective in my own human strength, I see that and go... Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm going to fail. And odds are I probably will. I'm probably going to mess up. Thankful for grace, right? Mm -hmm. But I do have the hope that I actually can do these things well. Not perfectly because I'm not perfect, but I can do them well because the Holy Spirit 
working in mm, me. That's good. Not because of me and myself. Yeah. So the call there still remains and there's hope for the Christian, not despair yeah. saying, well, it's an impossible task. Saying, no, I can do all things yeah. with Christ. That's an interesting point. Like I'm thinking of the most thankful people I know and like a few come to my mind, like maybe people from my family or extended family or people I've known in churches or whatever, but those people are not people who are void of suffering, like, and they're just happy all the time. It's people sure. that I've been able to see go through something hard and still put point their eyes on Jesus and say they're giving glory to Him through those things, right? Yeah. yeah the, uh, funny you say that. Someone and I'm, their situation is just so delicate, so I'm not going to say their name, but you know what I'm talking about. There's family at our church. We were talking about them today, and they they just been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And on paper, it's like, man, nothing to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. But I, they are some of the most grateful people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Always thankful. And not just in their personal circumstances, but you see it how they talk to others about their circumstances. And you see it how they minister to people. Mm-hmm. How even, even in their suffering, and, yeah. sitting with them in their suffering, they minister to me. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm not like that. Like, that's just not, <laughs> that's not what? my natural yeah. inclination. And that's that's a testament to how the Holy Spirit's working in yeah. their life and how I'm not allowing the Holy Spirit to work as effectively yeah. in mine. Cause not yeah. that the Holy Spirit hasn't, doesn't want to give me that level of gratitude yet. Like that's not the case. It's just yeah. me holding that back. Well, I would say, I actually think you are good at that. So I would say if people are one, if, if you're listening to this and you're automatically assuming, assuming like, Oh, I'm good at this or, Oh, I'm not good at this. I think you should ask the people who are close to you around you, because I don't know that we necessarily gauge all of the time how we deal with things like impacts other people like I feel like Mm -hmm. I don't want to brag about myself but this happened to me recently where I thought I wasn't doing something very well and somebody has would say like oh I feel like you're actually good at like pointing to the Lord in that situation or I feel like you actually are good at like I wouldn't have known that you're struggling with that and so I think that's an interesting thing. Like this might be a good thing to ask your peers or your family or your spouse to say like, mm-hmm. do you feel like I'm a thankful person? Like not because you just want to portray something that isn't true about you, but sometimes I feel like, and maybe that would reveal more too, if you feel like, oh, I'm really bad at this, but everybody else around you thinks you're good at that. Maybe you are covering something up for what other people see, or maybe you actually are like, walking more with the Holy Spirit than you think. So maybe that could be revealing. The cool thing about community, and we talk about this a lot because it's important, is they are are people who can kind of hold up the mirror. People that you trust, that know you, say, hey, I don't know if I'm a thankful person. And you can say, hey, I'm not asking for praise. If I'm a thankful person, I would love to, (laughs) let's give glory to God that he's being, he's working in my life and that I'm being effective in that way. And if I'm not, can you guys help me understand why and how I can work on this because yeah. it's something I'm called to do. Yeah. That that kind of stuff, that kind of growth can't in the Christian life can't happen alone. Which is why when people talk about how like, oh, the Christian life, I can just do it, me, myself, and Jesus yeah. sitting in my closet. I'm like, well, you can be a Christian. Like you can have accepted Christ in that context, yeah. but you're not doing the Christian life as Christ has commanded us to because you can't be your best accountability partner. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Neither can your spouse, probably, Neither can by your the spouse. way. That's just, Anecdote. spouse is good to help <laughs> you be sanctified and point you to Christ. Yeah. But find other people. <laughs> There's another, uh, yeah. that one was free. I was going to say this too from scripture in Philippians, you know, like this is a verse a lot of people memorize when they're dealing with anxiety or stress or worrying. Um, Philippians 4, it talks about rejoicing in the Lord. Um, 
says don't be anxious about anything right but in every situation and then it says by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god so i think it's just interesting how like our culture is so like and i'm saying this with myself included like we're so we're worriers like we constantly are finding things to worry about and like i know for myself like um like if I'm starting to think of like, oh, I'm really worried about this. I just keep dwelling on it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And then it gets worse, right? And you kind of do the spiraling thing. Like I think our culture is very good at that, especially in the church. I actually think we're very good at that spiralizing and being anxious. Um, and so it's interesting how, how counterintuitive it feels to say, okay, well, instead of that, you're going to be thankful for things. But that's literally what scripture tells us. It tells us that when we're able to be thankful, that will help us not to worry And we do that by praying and petitioning with the Lord with the things that we're thankful for. Um, And it says to do that and let our requests be made known to God. So it's not just like, okay, God, help me be not be worried about this anymore. It's a, I'm choosing that. And instead I'm, or I'm, instead of choosing to worry, I'm choosing to be thankful. And so in scripture, all the time you say, put off this, put on this, right? Like we die to our old self and we put on the new self in Christ with the Holy Spirit, like you said, it's not something we do by ourselves, but one of those things is like, we're putting off complaining, we're putting off worrying, and instead we're choosing to be thankful. So I would say if you kind of feel like people, like if you ask people if you're a thankful person and it kind of comes up back as a no, maybe ask them if like they feel like you're like a worrier or a complainer. Because I think sometimes, at least in my life, and I think in scripture, thankfulness is, um, what's the word i'm thinking of the antithesis to Hmm. um complaining it's a big big word yeah worrying so the opposite that's what the seminary that's what the bible college degree gets you Mm. big words to pull out in podcasts Mm. just the opposite i guess like complaining and worrying versus thankfulness i think scripture is very clear that thankfulness Hmm. can help with those two things which is literally right up my alley because complaining and worrying are like my top two things (laughs) <laughs> so maybe I should work on being thankful, I guess. Ileana just like you had epiphany. What? I'm just... I did. Isn't it funny how you can read scripture over and over and over and then I know. That's pretty crazy. Takes one thing and Wouldn't know so if you're not reading it though, right? Mm, Gotta get in the point. word. Anyway. Point. Was that supposed to be towards me? No. Just no just, that's more towards me than anything. I got I don't I'm not in the word as much as I should be. Yeah, well, we probably could all say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't I can. speak for anyone else, but yeah, I know I can spend more time in God's word. I was just talking to someone about that. Like, I guess this is, I know this has nothing to do with being thankful. Well, I guess it's be thankful for the time that you spend with the Lord. And if you can spend more time with him, do it. But yeah, it's like you hear all these women who are like empty nesters now. And it's like, this is what my quiet time looks like. And it's like an hour of like meditating on scripture and praying and drinking their coffee and journaling looking out at the sunset this is legit like what someone was sharing in a like women's sermon like a women's thing and then another woman was like it was like a panel another woman was like i think it was priscilla shire she was like that's not what my time with the lord looks like it looks like kids running around and screaming Mm. and me trying to get like any time in i can and randomly throughout the day being like oh lord thank you for this help me with this (laughs) like you know, everyone's in a different season, but have the Lord we, has grace for you in that. Have we done a podcast about devotionals? Devotion is with that the what Lord? you're gonna say? Probably not. We probably should. Not not just like 
methods, not just best practices, not just how, how to help set yourself up well for that, but just like what does it look like to spend time in devotion with the Lord? I don't think so. I don't think we have. We should. Next up. I think one thing we can all agree, and this is, I mean, it's, I don't know anyone who disagrees with what I'm about to say. Oh, boy. If you don't have coffee with your devos, <laughs> you're probably not drawing closer to God. Just, <laughs> I don't know if it's a hot take. I'm just kidding. It is a hot take. Hot you take. don't have time to make a coffee. It's, hot t- it's not a hot take when your coffee's cold because <laughs> by the time you get back to it, your son's woken up and he needs his breakfast <laughs> that he doesn't want to eat. Was that you this morning when you let me sleep in? So it's funny you say that. So the way our week works, there's like two days of the week that's really easy for me yeah. to take over that morning household and let Eliana just sleep as long as she needs to. Saturdays and Mondays. There's other days where it happens, but those days I just try to go out of my way to do it because there's almost never a reason why I can't. Nothing's usually happening that early. And Atticus <laughs> has been doing really, really good at sleeping until till, seven. Like he sleeps till he goes to bed around seven, sleeps till around seven. And he might get like be stirring around in his crib around six thirty, but he'll fall back asleep and we don't have to pull him out of his mm-hmm. room till seven. But this morning I actually woke up because I heard him moving. It was six. So I'm like, ugh. So I got out of the room and I'm like, he'll probably have, you know, probably fall back asleep. And he kinda did, but I had to get him I was like I had to get him out at like six forty. Which is like a lot of early, it's 20 minutes, you're like, that's not a long time. So it's a long time. It's a long time when you can do a lot in 20 minutes in the house in the morning. So he got up and we did stuff. Oh, trust before, me, I know how that 20 minutes before feels. Before we were awake, I, I was able to get breakfast and stuff. And But that's funny you said that. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't chaotic or anything around here. It was just earlier than I expected. Yeah, but, so thank here's, you. Let's do this real quick. Before we, <laughs> before we, uh, you're thankful for that. That's mm-hmm. one of your things. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm thankful for the mornings with my son. He's uh, he's fun in the morning. When he he is, there's never a time when he's happier than when he's when he first wakes up. Yeah, that's true. That's like the happiest he ever is. I think we should do this instead of making it really complicated. What's one thing we can give people that they can do practically to help them practice rhythms of healthy mm-hmm. thankfulness? Yeah. That span beyond November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think every day in the morning, just coming up with three things you're thankful for. I like the idea of writing them down. I think that helps kind of set the tone for your day. Yeah. And it helps you not to forget them. That's just science. When you're writing something down, it literally helps your brain remember. Like, I'm talking about pen paper. Pencil paper, not phone. What is that? Pen? A pa- pen or paper? a pencil. Like an apple pencil? <laughs> oh, you were joking. I thought I said it with an accent and you are no, making fun of me. No, I was trying no, to make a like joke. a pen and a paper. Like, writing it down and setting the tone for your day. Yeah. Is that a good one? I think it's a great. I think okay. that's the. I think that, let's just let that be the one. I don't know if we need to complicate it other than that. No. Write down three things you're thankful for every day. Yeah. If you think of more, I do not do this currently. I don't either. So I have before. I have in seasons, but... and by seasons I mean like two days in a row, and then I forget. Oh, I have done it. <laughs> oh, you've done it way more than me. Way more. <laughs> but here's the deal. You're right. It does help you set the tone for the day. Like, okay, I'm going to enter my day, not with the emails, not with the problems I have to solve, not mm. with all the things that are on my plate, but I'm going to enter the day first and foremost yeah. with Thanksgiving. That's, that's the best. Don't thing. believe the lie that you don't have time to do it. You have time to do it. Yeah. That's always my thing with yeah. Atticus waking up. It's like, I'm not going to have time to do that. Start, I have time to do start it. Start your day with Thanksgiving, which by the way, Thanksgiving is in the scripture is different than praise. You learn this in the Psalms. Thanksgiving is 
internal. It's praise from yourself to God, mm. praising God. That's what Thanksgiving is. Praise is going and, ex- and declaring that to other people. So start your day with Thanksgiving. You and the Lord alone. Write down three things you're thankful for. I didn't and know that. And then share with others what you're thankful for. That's praise. So like, when we're posting on social media what we were thankful for, that's just praise. Yeah, or if you're if you're if you are declaring the, if you're de- if we can get into the semantics of the Hebrew and, and the difference in the Psalms of praise, thanksgiving and praise, but for example, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. That's mm-hmm. a, it, that verse happens to show kind of the the differences because uh, it's not it's not this it's not this verse that defines it, but it does help mm-hmm. explain it. Thanksgiving in my heart because Thanksgiving is internal. And I'll enter his courts where the people would be with praise. That uh, verse kind of helps explain the oh, truth yeah, that's no, found that made, all throughout that, that really helped me understand that. Actually. Yeah. So we don't get that truth from that verse, but that verse helps This is why you marry a pastor. The truth. Everyone. I guess I so, went to Bible college too, but I didn't study Hebrew. Uh, <laughs> I didn't study a lot of Hebrew. I actually learned that in a class on the book of Psalms in Undergrad? seminary. Oh. DTS. Great, man. The book's called And I Will Praise Him. And it is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it in our bookshelf. Anyways. It's really good. Maybe so we could. So start your day with Thanksgiving. Three things. Anyone, if you think of more, think of more. Yeah. If you can't think of three, you need to ask the Lord why because everyone can think of three things. And I'll just give you three. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly have some sort of technology that only the first world has access to to listen to this podcast. So I imagine a lot comes with that. Oh, got him. Second, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're alive and you're not dead. That's a thing to praise the Lord about. There's a second thing. And you still have time to give your life to Jesus if you have <laughs> Third, if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly have some random amount of time, depending on how many hour or how many minutes our podcast is, of free time to listen to this podcast. And you're like, oh, well, I, I only have time to listen to it while I'm driving. Well, you have a car. So there's, there's three <laughs> things you can praise the Lord for. And I'm not saying it has to be three different things every single day. But if you find yourself, I can only think of the same three things. Just ask the Lord, can you reveal in my heart why I'm not more thankful? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that as a jab at anyone. I struggle with this a lot. The reason I only, I only did this for a few days when I was challenged to do it a number of years ago is because I felt like I was writing the same things because I couldn't think of things to be thankful for because well, that's something that I struggle together. with. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And we'll stop at the end of Thanksgiving. No. Just kidding. We should challenge ourselves to do it till Christmas. Let's do it. We should probably just challenge ourselves to do it all the time. But Let's start small. Okay, let's start let's, small. Let's with start with week. a manageable goal. But it becomes a habit. Yeah. It so does. it's easy for you do a couple of days and stop it. You're, you're going to forget, right? But if you make it a point to do it for two weeks, that's usually how long non-fitness habits take in people's lives to form another science. We get a lot of science today. Some from Eliana, some from me. Take two weeks. Do this. It's going to become habitual, just like something simple that you do every day in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think you will all see the fruit from it because you will have to force yourself sometimes when you're frustrated in the morning with whatever is going on in the day to stop, to pause, reflect, and say, I'm thankful for something. Mm-hmm. And I think that will help set the tone. You said that well earlier. So. Got him. Sweet. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, I hope you all enjoy Enjoy some pie. Yeah, okay. One more thing. Oh, gosh. This is a bring stop it. I'm, listening I'm gonna now. Get, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get canceled for saying this. You now, don't like pie? No, I love pie. Oh, I don't like Thanksgiving food really. Oh yeah, me at either. All. Quite frankly, I I enjoy it. 
quite frankly, this is how I would like to, if I was just going to decide. Are you going to say what our pastor in Texas did? Go ahead. Sorry. What our pastor? Maybe I don't remember. Finish what you're saying. This is what I would like to do for Thanksgiving. Okay. If I probably in, our, in the future, yes. if if we're just doing Thanksgiving as a family, or it's not like when we do it with my whole 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 family, like we're gonna do it. Yeah. We're, we're classic. That's th- it's a classic yeah. Thanksgiving thing. But as far as I'm concerned, we should eat the 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 most delicious food that we want at Thanksgiving. We Literally? should have steak. We should have potatoes. We should have do you brisket remember? and tacos. And ice cream. Like, we should have... What's the pastor who's in charge of Regen in Texas that we went John to? Elmore. Did he okay, say something John like that, John Elmore's too? wife, when she married into his family, she... This is, like, a big church, so he's actually, like, a big guy, if you guys look him up. There, he's yeah, very awesome. just look up John Elmore Watermark. He's awesome. Lots of books, His testimony think, is yeah. phenomenal. Anyways, when his wife married into their church, their in-laws, whatever, that family, yeah, she, like, didn't eat traditional Thanksgiving food, and so... She, like, told his parents, like, why aren't we just eating, like, what we're thankful for? <laughs> and so his parents asked her, like, okay, what do you want to eat on Thanksgiving? And she said steak and potatoes. And so every Thanksgiving, his parents have made her her own steak. <laughs> That's me. And, like, mashed potatoes or whatever. So I'll say this. My my family does the Thanksgiving food well. Yeah. Like, they, they make it. It was it, good last they year it, when I was there. They make it very well. But in general, the Thanksgiving foods are not things I want normally. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't like Hawaiian rolls. I don't want dry turkey. What in the world is cranberry sauce? And why does it belong? Stuffing? Like, you telling me you'd rather have stuffing this than is steak? Where we're, this is where we're different. I enjoy stovetop stuffing from the box, the red the- box. Shh, let me finish. <laughs> this is how you guys, in case you didn't listen to our last episode, this is how you have a conversation about the holidays. Very calm. We're seated at the table. I actually enjoy the stuffing that comes from the box. I enjoy mashed potatoes and i really like i don't like turkey but i really like those honey hams that are in the oven with mm-hmm. like the glaze on I it love better honey sweet, ham. I can with do honey the ham. hawaiian roll and okay. so i'm like i enjoy all of those enough yeah. to look forward to them sure. at thanksgiving and I, I, listen i i love thanksgiving but when you go to people's houses it's, they don't do the box so they want to try and be fancy i'm like why are you trying to be to fancy stovetop stuffing is stuffing. bomb that's why it's 99 cents for a box and you can go to any <laughs> store and there's tons of them here's the deal people eat them any person who's obsessed with thanksgiving and thanksgiving food if I said, what are your top three, foods? you're about to get executed and you have a last meal, top three foods, none of them are pure at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guarantee true. you. These are people who just, mm. I would just get peanut butter and jelly, though, for my execution meal. Peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. That's what I survived on in pregnancy. Is that an analogy for the end of your life and all that stuff? Or I don't know. You just throw it out there. Last meal. I think we've tapped uh, out of listeners at this point. I don't know if it matters, right? I'd rather die. Yeah, you, that's your logic. I'd My probably logic get something is weird. I like food. So I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably you told order me something this the other day. very weird yeah. just because it doesn't really matter because I'm about to die. And you want and people I, to think it's creepy I or want, something. Or I just want people to be like, what in the world? I had to order something like, I don't know. What's something weird? You told me. The example you've told me before was like one olive. Yeah, something. Which you don't even like. Yeah, I do not like olives. <laughs> no. Well, thank you everyone who's stuck around this long to listen to us banter. This is Matt and I's date night, so we like to <laughs> Yeah, just we're going to keep talking other. after we turn this off. <laughs> anyway, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I know it gets crazy sometimes, but I think that's why people like it. 
in in all seriousness. Uh, if just, not, they don't have to listen. Yeah, they know. It's a free country. Uh, <laughs> in some countries, this is probably what they put on when they're trying to torture prisoners of war. They listen. You must listen to them talk about Thanksgiving food in the army for 20 <laughs> minutes. We're not that famous, babe. Nah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. We have a lot of like listeners in like, random foreign countries. That's <laughs> true. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy it. Also, just figure out a way to be thankful this next coming days. Write them down. Good idea. And see how it blesses you. And when it does, share that with others. And see how that's a blessing to them. So, all right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye.